Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Michelin tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Two different sporting events going on last night, both coming down to the absolute wire. The Braves find a way to score four in the top of the ninth. I was watching it with my 10-year-old, who you guys know is a huge Braves fan. He was super excited, and we were doing what a lot of you were doing last night based on uh, the the, the messages and, and everything else that I was seeing. People were jumping back and forth between what was a fabulous Monday night football game, the Saints storming back from a 20-3 to deficit, uh, and then a game going into overtime while, overtime while they were also watching, uh, as we were, everything that was going on in the Braves-Dodgers uh, game. Uh, Braves get hot late, find a way to get the win after being tied at 1-1. Uh, it was a huge win for Atlanta, which entered into the series as the underdog and has now won six games in a row. Now, the Dodgers coming into this had won nine in a row. I think they won the final four of the regular season, certainly the first five of the postseason. And now there's going to be a lot of pressure on Clayton Kershaw. And so we're going to talk with Petros Papadakis here in a few minutes. But for everybody out there waking up early, listening to us on AM 570 LA Sports, you guys are all sitting around saying, here we go again. Because for the Dodgers this season, it was World Series title or bust. It's really what they were designed for this year. It's what they were built for. And they had a phenomenal 60-game season. For the Braves, I think a lot of Braves fans are like, man, we kind of feel like we're playing with house money. We're back in the NLCS. Well, wow, now that we're up one nothing, we'd like to be able to advance into the World Series. But 
this is such an unexpected uh, cornucopia of postseason success based on the past 20 years or so. You don't really expect for this to be panning out like it has. And uh, this is maybe going to be an October to remember. We'll see what happens. I think the series between the Braves and the Dodgers is going to be a great one. So uh, the Braves uh, score one early in that series, all right, to go up 1-0. But man, simultaneously, we had an epic battle going on in Monday Night Football between the Saints and the Chargers. Drew Brees against uh, Justin Herbert. And it felt like the uh, Saints were in immense trouble when the Chargers went up 20-3. to 17-point lead late in the first half. And, uh, and then you kind of sit back, if you're a Chargers fan, unfortunately, and think, well, we've been here before. And what ended up happening, and this is a, uh, this is a crazy stat, is so far this season, the Chargers have blown a 17-6 to lead against Patrick Mahomes. They have blown a 24-7 to lead against Tom Brady. And they now have blown a 20-3 to lead against Drew Brees. All of those ended up being losses. Now, positive is, that's all losses at least to Hall of Fame quarterbacks. And yes, I'm saying Patrick Mahomes is going to be a Hall of Fame quarterback. We know Brady and Brees are first ballot unanimous guys, basically. Uh, so you could at least hope, if you are a Chargers fan, that your early season schedule has been brutal and your quarterback, Justin Herbert, has played out of his mind. And now you would hope, even though you're in a pretty tough division, you would hope that you can start to get a little bit of rhythm. And in fact, if you break this down, now if you are a Charger fan, the next five games are all very winnable. You got the Jags. That should be a game Chargers win. Then you go on the road against the Broncos. Frankly, should be a game the Chargers win. Raiders come to town, total toss-up game. On the road against the Dolphins, it's a very winnable game for the Chargers. And then the Jets come to town. So in the next five, you would feel pretty good about your chances to win some of those, right? That's probably, if you go three and two, if you're a Charger fan, you're probably like, okay, that's not bad, but I think we could have done better. But right now you're sitting at one and four, and you're like, man, if I go back and think all those games that we played, I can probably change four plays and we're sitting here at 5-0 and instead of at 1-4. and And certainly one of the plays you would change was the doink off of the upright that would have won the game. And then you combine that with getting stopped a yard short on fourth down after holding the Saints to a field goal. And that in and of itself is just a huge mess, right? The Chargers' ability to lose close games is without parallel right now in the NFL. In fact, if you want me to put it in an even better context, the Chargers are now 3-13 and in one-score games in their last 16. That's pretty improbable to lose that many one-score games to go that bad against the number is a sign that the Chargers, in many respects, are frankly cursed, all right? So that is all going on. That was amazing to follow. Really entertaining games in general. Uh, NLCS Game 1 and Monday Night Football. What's also wild is we have got a Tuesday Night Football game tonight, and I am going, and there's hardly our fans going to be present. And let me say this, by the way, before I get to Tuesday Night Football. I also enjoyed, how great was it to watch the NLCS and even though it's nowhere near a full stadium, how great was it to see crowds present in the stands? 
as opposed to cardboard cutouts or advertisements or whatever else, when there was a foul ball hit into the crowd or when there was a home run hit and you could see fans sitting there with their gloves trying to make a play on the home run balls, that felt incredibly normal. And I think you have to give credit to Major League Baseball for making that happen in Texas. Also, the governor of Texas, uh, Governor Greg Abbott, who we've had on this radio program, for allowing fans to be present in Texas. Out in California, they still aren't going to be allowed to have any fans present. But in most of the country, people have stopped losing their minds. By the way, we got a good article up about this uh, on OutKick. How wild is it that Disney World has been open now for months since July and that they are probably not going to be able to open Disneyland in California now is the expectation until the summer. So you're going to talk about Disneyland being closed for over a year and everything being back open in Disney World. And by the way, there's a New York Times article I read yesterday which said basically there have been no contact tracing elements associated with uh, any outbreaks at Disney World. So we probably got people who are listening to us that would love to go to Disneyland. And it's crazy if you look at the data that that place is not open, but it is emblematic of not just an entertainment option at Disneyland and Disney World, but that's also what we're dealing with right now when you look at baseball fans being allowed in Texas and not allowed in California at all for the ALCS and the NLCS, a different treatment. I'm going to go to the game tonight. I can't wait. I'll come back on Wednesday uh, and talk, obviously, about this game, huge one between the undefeated Bills and the undefeated Titans, and about what the experience of going to an NFL game is like right now. I'm taking my two kids. Jason Whitlock is going with me as well. We should have a good time. Can't wait to, uh, to come back on Wednesday and talk about it with you. But first... We are going to be finishing off this hour of this program. And up next is Petros Papadakis at the Old P, AM 570 LA Sports. Always fun with him. We'll talk about the Chargers loss, a.k.a. the Saints win, uh, the Lakers winning a title, and what in the world is going on in the mind of Dodger fans as they get ready for Clayton Kershaw to take the mound uh, in Game 2 of the NLCS. All that still to come. I am Clay Travis. Thanks for hanging with us here on Fox Sports radio this is outkick the coverage with clay travis hey it's jonas knox and you know o'reilly auto parts you know o o o o'reilly who are in the business of keeping your car on the road o'reilly auto parts offer friendly helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs they've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock either in store or online so you never have to worry if you're in a jam the team at o'reilly auto parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car if it needs to be replaced they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts 
salespeople at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their michelin test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be you know that on Tuesdays in the third hour of the program, we are joined, as you heard, from the walk-up music from Taylor Swift by the man, the myth, the legend, at the old P, Petros Papadakis. A lot to get to before we get to the Lakers and what you thought of that, uh, that Sunday night experience. Monday night, major L.A. sporting uh, duopoly going on there, flipping back and forth. I was up late watching. I imagine uh, many people across the country listening to us right now were as well. The Braves and the Dodgers game one of the NLCS. The Dodgers score four in the ninth inning. And the Chargers, who, I mean, really, I I mean, they are such a star-crossed football franchise. They find so many ways to lose. They doink a game-winning field goal off the upright, and then they get tackled one yard short of the first down in overtime in what would have been potentially a game-winning or game-tying drive. The positive is Justin Herbert looks absolutely phenomenal. But which one of those? Let's start with the Dodgers. I know it's game one of potentially a seven-game series. What can you take away, if anything, from game one last night in the Braves' win? Well, you take away that the Dodgers have bullpen issues. This kind of reared its head in the second game of the San Diego series where the Dodgers didn't look like they had a closer. Kenley Jansen went out there. He already had lost a lot of people's confidence and really, really struggled. And they had to bring in Joe Kelly. And 
no one really knew what the protocol was going to be in a close game. And you saw it last night They with, with Trinan, who everybody's been in love with, along with the hard-throwing young man, Gratterall, who's thrown at 100 miles an hour. And he pitched very poorly. And they got peppered in the ninth inning. And it just starts the panic again and the negativity toward Dave Roberts. I mean, there's not a lot of margin for error for this Dodger team because if they don't win the championship and they don't win the title, and you heard Buck and Smoltz saying it last night, the season's a failure. So when people see the bats, which are cansado, the Spanish word for tired, and they see that the relievers will struggle and give it up. All the nightmares of all the years, whether it was the Houston Rockets cheat, I mean the Houston Astros cheating, or the buzzsaw that was the Boston Red Sox or the Nationals last year and Kershaw giving up back-to-back jacks and, and getting clowned out of that. There's been a lot of things that have befallen the franchise, even though they've dominated the National League. And last night was kind of the beginning of the end of that again. Now, it's, it's going to be a long series. It's a seven-game series. It's not a three-game or a five-game. And the Dodgers, theoretically, are the deeper, better team. But this Braves team is the first pitching staff they've taken on in the playoffs that is, like the Death Star, fully operational. And uh, they, they struggled against it last night. Uh, Freed, who's from Harvard-Westlake, right. which is a, a bougie private school here in Southern Cal. You know who went to Harvard-Westlake back when it was called Harvard? Mark Harmon. Oh, wow. Former UCLA option quarterback and a yes. starter, believe yes. it or not. So, uh, yeah, last night was a nightmare. The Panic Brothers will reveal themselves today on AM570, your L.A. affiliate, which is one of your biggest markets, at noon. That will be Matt and I. We'll play the Panic Brothers sound. We'll get people all upset. I believe you like to call it fear porn, yes. Clay. That's what and you we guys are, gonna, are in the middle of. Oh, think of us as a high society magazine or club or any of those that used to be at your local liquor store. You know, it, it, it's interesting. Um, Clayton Kershaw has had, obviously, a uh, tumultuous, I think it's fair to say, postseason career. He's taken the mound for game two now. its I mean, I know it's a seven-game series, but if the Dodgers were to go down 0-2, that becomes really, really difficult, right? I mean, because then you have to I win. don't know. I mean, it's like basketball. I mean, yeah. there's no... There's nowhere to go. It's not like you have to get on a plane. It's true. And There's no home field your, advantage yeah. necessarily. There's no like the real game and yes. Put your tail between your legs and fly back to Atlanta, and they tomahawk chop you until Ted Turner laughs at you and you and you're humiliated. I mean, we saw this in the bubble. A lot of teams like Denver and the Heat were just really scrappy and wouldn't go away, and they could push really talented teams to the brink. So we'll see. Yes. It's the panic of the memories of the failures of the past that will start to creep up if they go 0-2. If Kershaw teeters tomorrow, well, then you have Walker Bueller, who they took out in the sixth last night, who was really pissed, and Clayton Kershaw. 
And those are really the only two guys they've allowed to start a game. They put Dustin May in in all kinds of different situations. It just feels like they're still throwing statistical spaghetti at the wall. And that's what happens every postseason, and it seems to sort of fail the franchise. We're talking to Petros Papadakis, AM570 LA Sports, at the old P on Twitter. Um, and again, if, I, if, they, if the Dodgers were to lose tonight down 0-2, the challenge becomes you have to win four out of five games, right? I mean, that's the easiest way to look at the math. You even it up tonight, okay, everybody feels like it's going to be a six or seven game series. We'll see how it goes going forward. The Braves have won now six games in a row. Suddenly they can't lose in the postseason. Oh, I sure forgot you're win. like a Braves guy. I now I am my, my 10-year-old is a huge Braves yeah, fan, so we've watched the games the for the past several years, yes. Oh, so you're going to be all over this. All right, well, that'll be exciting. I hope it goes seven games. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. I mean, I'll be watching all these games. All right, so that is what happened with the Dodgers. The Chargers. I've got a stat here that Dub just sent me of what exactly has gone on for the Chargers so far this year. The Chargers, uh, let's see what Dub just sent me. The Chargers have had a 17-6 lead against Mahomes, a 24-7 lead against Brady, and a 20-3 lead against Drew Brees. They have all been losses. Now, that is a negative, obviously, for the Chargers. Let's talk about the positive. You have watched Justin Herbert play a lot during his career at Oregon. You probably have called some of his games, I would think, yeah. almost. Yes, uh, yes, I have. I can't think of a rookie quarterback who has looked this good in the NFL that looks this much better than what he did his senior year. It's not like you know Herbert was a short-lived starter in college. He looks better in the NFL than he did in college. Would you agree with that? Well, right now he does, and, yes. and obviously it's it's very different. Uh, first and foremost, the Chargers knew that they wanted to play close games this year. They had that type of coach. They have that type of coach. They have that type of mentality. Defensively, they they had that type of starting quarterback, but if you want to play tight games, you have to find a way to win them, right? Yes. You have to overcome. I mean, you, you and I can both agree on one thing, Clay. I've been on a lot of bad football teams in my life. And the narrative on those football teams is always, you know, on film day, is, oh, God, if this guy would have just done this, this would have happened. And, yep. oh, look at how we just missed this. We were this close. We were a pubic hair away from victory. Blah, blah, blah. Well, that doesn't get you anywhere unless it's horseshoes and hand grenades, right? All of our yes. grandfathers told us that. So if you're going to play tight games, you've got to make the field goal at the end of regulation, right, and get the hell out of New Orleans. That's how this works. You've got to put your foot on Tom Brady's neck. You can't turn it over right before the half. You've got to take care of Mahomes and continue to get after him. You can't leave the door open for these teams. So that's what's happening there. Now, as far as Herbert goes, that's very interesting. You know, I saw a lot of people tweeting last night about, well, the Oregon offense, you know, held him back and it showed off what Marcus Mariota did. Okay, those are two different offenses. The only time Justin Herbert theoretically played under Chip Kelly's offense was his true freshman year under Mark Helfrich, right. who's, who's now a broadcaster. So what Mario Cristobal did was very different. Mario Cristobal is an offensive lineman. He wants to build Oregon 
front to back. He cares really deeply about the fronts, and he didn't want that guy to throw the ball downfield very much. They ran a lot of zone read. They ran a lot of very, very precise one-read routes, and they didn't want him uncorking his abilities for whatever reason. And they had a lot of success, and he was a top-ten pick. So it all worked out pretty good. Now, to see it at the NFL level, where this he's soon. standing up six foot six, and he can throw a ball accurately, consistently 60 yards down the field and beat professional football coverage, now that is different. And everybody and their mom looks like a great play caller when the kid can do that. It opens up your defense. Uh, I mean, it opens up your offense. It, it backs the safeties way off. And he makes people pay. He sees the field. I heard uh, Brian Greasy say it like this, and I was thinking it when he said it, that the kid really sees the field so much better than you would expect a young person to see it. And I don't, I mean, I always thought he was an intriguing prospect, but I didn't, I didn't see this coming. Obviously, Tom Telesco, the GM of the Chargers, did, and he's done a hell of a job. But unless they start winning some games, this kid's going to have a different head coach next year. Well, let's, let's pause there for a sec. I mean, I don't even think Oregon Duck fans saw this coming. You know, people who have watched this team play as closely as they possibly can. I mean, and it feels like forever ago in the Rose Bowl – but you'll remember he found a way to win the Rose Bowl running the football. They, they yeah, that was kind of his – to me, that was really uh, – that was a telling moment in his career, those two games. You know, yeah. uh, the, the Pac-12 championship against what a lot of people thought was a way better Utah team with five or six NFL players at least running around on their defense. I mean, a really good defense and a really good secondary. And he came out and he showed all the looseness and confidence – in that Pac-12 championship game and another damp night in Santa Clara. And then he came down and showed it wasn't a fluke in the Rose Bowl. And look, I mean, we talk about Cam Newton and his size and strength and power and how special that is and how it's so different. I mean, that's who Herbert is. I mean, Herbert's 6'6", 250. Yes. He's right. a freaking beast. And he, he might end up dismantling because of that and, and take too many hits. I've seen him take one too many already. But... He is a really, really humble, nice kid who's been tucked up there his whole life in Eugene and played for an offensive lineman as a head coach. And now you're starting to see uh, what, it, what, what, uh, what arm talent and confidence can do wrapped into one. And, I mean, some of these guys he's throwing to were DoorDash delivery drivers last week. I mean, they, the Chargers have had a rash of injury, injuries, and Keenan Allen went down last night, too. And he definitely has been one of the biggest stories in football, if you've been paying attention, on a team that's not winning games. I don't think there's any doubt. We're talking to Petros Papadakis, AM570 LA Sports, Petros and Money Show, very successful. And remember, you know, Clay, the Chargers could be, they, they could very easily be winless if it wasn't for a, a touch-and-go pass interference penalty against A.J. Green. That's a good point. the Bengals. Which the, feels like forever game. ago back in week one, right? Right, before COVID hit the NFL. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, all right, so those both happened last night. On Sunday night, I, I believe, if I'm correct, everything kind of runs together, as I was saying earlier. <laughs> the Lakers won game yeah. six. Now, a lot okay, of people... I had, I had the greatest experience of my life, let me tell you. Yes. Now, you know that I am no Laker fan. I never really have been. But I, I appreciate and understand what they mean to the city, and I understand the brand and all that. 
And I do a, a local show here in L.A., which has been going for years. I think we're in our 15th season. I think it's my 14th season. We called the challenge on NBC yes. local, and we come on after the the pro football game. Fred Rogan, who is uh, a, a national broadcaster for the Olympics and all that, and one of the most decorated broadcasters in the history of Los Angeles. Him and I have done the show forever, and I really didn't want to go there and do a Laker masturbation show. And you know, let's throw to LeBron sound and let's come back and let's let's compliment the bubble and all. And instead, what we had, I was in a fully operational newsroom connected to a studio and we had the chopper up and we had all those people running around shooting mortars yes. by Staples Center and we were talking to the helicopter guy and going rubber bullets and like I, I was freaking Walter Cronkite. It was the greatest night ever. Like I felt like Willy Wonka in the chocolate factory. Just to, And I was like, hey, show us Vermont, you know, pull back. Let's see what's going on in East L.A. Just to, you know, after living in L.A. all these years and seeing all those carts chases and talking about them on the radio and yes. talking live and trying to avoid it if somebody dies or not look like a heartless bastard. I mean, just to be able to control the chopper on the local news in that room, it made what was usually an annoying night, which is any championship coronation, I don't care if it's a team I like, to a very fun one. So for people out there who don't know that are listening to us, they have had uh, for one of the L.A. staples on television is every time there's a car chase, they break in and take it live through the helicopters, right? And as you mentioned, sometimes there are uh, unexpected, awful endings, like uh, a few years ago. Every uh, it's been several years, probably, but a guy committed suicide. And they oh, I saw that. That was in college. That was like twenty years ago. Yeah, okay, it's been a long time, but uh, but so every now and then they have a really dark ending, right? But in yes. general, a uh, high-speed chase oh, is an L.A. state. Desert Eagle in Vernon, which is the town uh, that uh, was uh, inspi- inspired True Detective Season 2. Yep. Some guy pulled out a Desert Eagle and was hanging out of the window and just firing it off. And they riddled him with bullets. We, we did that one live. Yeah. So this time you're taking the, uh, this time you're taking the celebration of the Laker championship. Uh, what, how would you describe – I know you watched it live in that particular aspect of people that went outside and celebrated and everything else. To me, it felt somewhat muted because it occurred on a Sunday night during an NFL game and during an NFL weekend. And yeah, and they all also, thought it was coming Friday. You know, yeah, right. So it felt up. like it was going to happen Friday, and then it happened Sunday – and then it's like, I mean, we, we barely talked about it on Monday because we talk a lot of college football and NFL on this show. And some people are like, hey, you hardly talked about it. I'm like, yeah, because my audience tunes in on Monday for football. And I don't think that many people care about basketball happening during football season. Yeah, uh, I think they, they have to answer for how, how down their ratings were. A lot of people have a lot of different theories as, as to why they were. There is no question that it, it just and, and Don McLean, who's a basketball analyst and an NBA person and somebody we respect highly, he, he co-hosted the show yesterday. That's why people got excited about him in the first place. You know, that's why him and Steve Sarkeesian experts will tell you long before they were ready to have those jobs. Do you know why they had those jobs? Why did they have those jobs? Because the USC dynasty. No, because Pete Carroll was jealous of Norm Chow. Pete Carroll did not like Norm Chow. It, look, you can go back. To I thought. Sorry, I thought you meant the jobs after uh, after being well, the USC. Nobody, but they would have never gotten those jobs if Pete Carroll didn't push Norm out, and he didn't want to. 
and promote those guys and basically push those guys to everybody in the media and sell them to the world. And, and, you know, Pete Carroll's obviously a very good football coach, and he recognized their play-calling talent. But any expert in the world, especially people like me who were around back then, will tell you that maturity-wise, Lane Kiffin and Sarkeesian were nowhere close ready to have a college football head coaching job at a place like Washington or USC. And I believe the record shows that, not just the record of uh, wins and losses, but the record of immature behavior. And, of course, the, uh, the stuff that people actually talk about on air and the stuff that people talk about off air are, well, let's just say it's salacious. And that's why one guy got fired on a tarmac, and that's why one guy ended up basically, I mean, for lack of a better way to put it, drinking himself out of the job publicly which is really humiliating, right? I mean, but there's a reason those guys got those jobs in the first place. They were good play callers. They communicated well with the quarterbacks on the field or up in the booth with Norm. But it was all Norm. I mean, Norm was the guy. USC never won a championship without Norm Chow calling the plays. Yet, the the offensive quote-unquote geniuses that come out of USC are Lane Kiffin and Steve Sarkeesian. Never called plays for a championship team. So it is it is quite interesting, but look, they, they know how to do it. I mean, they're really good offensive coaches. Now, can they recruit, coach a defense, keep everybody in the same kind of uh, zone, so to speak, as far as the people you're responsible for as a college football coach, which is all the players, half the recruits, all their parents and the dumb crap they say, all your stupid-ass assistants and the stupid stuff they do, and probably a bunch of stuff that your donors and your AD, if you're your AD's guy, you're kind of responsible for what he does. I mean, these guys, there's a, it's a big umbrella of responsibility, and I can tell you for sure, Lane and Steve weren't ready for that as head coaches. Uh, they've had a lot of uh, hills and gullies because of that. But... A place like Old Miss is, is perfect for Lane because he can come and put on an offensive show and still lose the game. And you ask the question like, hey, could you believe that offense? <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, that's Lane Kiffin at Old Miss. That's great. Good for him. How excited are you with the idea, at least, the Big Ten going to be back soon, Pac-12 going to be back soon, Mountain West? Uh, it, it does start to feel like college football season is close to blossoming in full bloom even though for many of us it feels that way already with the SEC back underway. But it's pretty cool, right? Well, for you guys it does. You know, and I enjoy football. You know, I know the Big 12 quite well because of uh, the years of work I've done on it. But out here on the West Coast, just to see all these players who made a promise to play just somewhere else, you know, because that's the coach they committed to, even though they might have been recruited by a place that's actually playing, uh, that part's been hard for me. And then just the whole, you know, the cutting out of the people that make a living around sports. And like a Lakers championship, you know, who makes a living around that? The people at the Staples Center that do security, the people that serve hot dogs, the people that park cars, the people that are janitors, the people that clean toilets, the people that sell jerseys, the people that sell bacon-wrapped hot dogs outside, known as danger dogs, like... It's great that we have sports and, and we have something to entertain the masses and kind of opioid us. But, I mean, those people are still being asked out of the equation while rich people make money. I mean, I I still 
feel a little disingenuous about the whole thing, but I, I am very much looking forward to getting back to work because every day I watch college football and everybody's worth calling a game except for me. <laughs> well, I hope you're back soon, my man. And, uh, I appreciate you always being here with us on Tuesday, breaking everything down. We'll see what happens in this Braves Dodgers series, whether the Chargers can redeem themselves and uh, and more. But uh, I am super excited uh, for more and more sports to be roaring back. Appreciate you, my man. Talk to you next week. All right, Clay. Go, go. Roll Tide there. Uh, I need Tennessee to beat Kentucky. That's how uh, things have fallen down. And I'm going, by the way, to the Tuesday night football game tonight. I'll talk about that a little bit more when we come back. Uh, The Titans hosting the Buffalo Bills for a rare Tuesday night NFL game. We'll close with that next. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, O, 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 O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. 
Choose from the full line of Continental Tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. As we start to turn from what happened in the NFL Week 5, we can't yet have our top five, bottom five, because a lot of you are waking up this morning and you're listening to me and you're like, oh my God, we still have another NFL game? Yes. Tuesday night football. Yes, the very rare Tuesday night football going on tonight in Nashville, my hometown, The Titans going to be hosting the Buffalo Bills in what, frankly, probably the biggest game of the week. I mean, really, if you want to be honest, the Bills sitting at 4-0, the Titans sitting at 3-0. Whoever wins this game is going to be one of a handful of undefeated teams that are still left in the NFL. And as well as the Bills are playing right now, uh, the Bills may be well in conjunction, in contention, not just for finally winning the AFC East, but also potentially for being able to contend for that home field advantage. Because right now, the Steelers are 4-0. You've got the Titans, like I said, at 3-0, and that's it. So whoever wins this game will be, after five weeks, basically, your overall number one seed in the NFL. I think that would be accurate. I'm not always an an expert at the tie-break scenarios, but certainly if the Bills win, they would be the only 5-0 team in the entirety of the AFC. So boom, they're the number one seed after five weeks. If the Titans win, there would be two undefeated teams left, the Steelers and the Titans, who, by the way, are going to be playing in Nashville in two weeks. But the Steelers, less than two weeks, I guess, the Steelers and the Titans both would be 4-0, and the Titans would have a better win over the Bills, and so I think that would be the tie break, and the Titans would be uh, would be right now. I believe that's true. I believe the Titans would be uh, your number one seed. Also, the Titans would have three wins in the conference, whereas the Steelers have two. So I think that would be the other tie break that would be in play here. So I think whoever wins this game tonight between the Bills and the Titans is going to be your number one seed in the NFL in the AFC through the fifth week of the season. That's a pretty big game. I think it's going to have a monster audience. The NBA is done. I know the ALCS and the NLCS is going on, but I think there'll be a lot of people that are interested in tuning in for this game. And frankly, I'm interested to see what it's like to go to an NFL game during these COVID protocols My understanding is there's only going to be like 8,000 Titan fans. This will be the first uh, home opener for fans in the stadium. What will it look and feel like? I don't even know what to expect, but I'm pretty excited to go see it. And by the way, who exactly is going to be eligible to play for the Titans? The Titans outbreak has been going on for so long now that they keep bringing guys back who are passing the COVID protocol. In other words, they tested positive and they then have been out long enough that they have now come back and tested negative. So I would expect that the Titans may be able to rotate on a couple of more guys. Here's the other question. 
what in the world is reasonable to expect tonight from the Titans who really haven't had much traditional practice over the past two weeks. We had a non-traditional start to the season. Titans come out, win three close games. They could easily be 0-3. Instead, they're 3-0. and But how much out of whack are they going to look and feel playing on Tuesday after not really being able to practice for some substantial period of time? There are a lot of questions. By the way, the Bills are around a three-and-a-half-point favorite in this game, so that will be a really interesting storyline to follow as we go forward. So I'll be on Wednesday breaking down everything, letting you know what it's like to be in a football stadium during the COVID pandemic uh, with the NFL rules in place, and I can't wait to hang out with you guys on Wednesday. So we'll see what ends up happening. I think the Titans have some value as a uh, as a three-and-a-half-point underdog. I also think the over has some value. That's how I'll be playing it uh, as, uh, as uh, we continue to break down everything going forward. And uh, I'd encourage you guys to go download the podcast. We had an absolutely loaded show today. Jorge Masvidal, the uh, the UFC fighter, was on with us in the first hour of the program. Jason Whitlock, as he always is, for a Tuesday edition of the program. Fantastic stuff there. And we just finished with Petros Papadakis. All of that, go download, search out my name, Clay Travis. Give us five stars. Danny G may read your review uh, later this week on Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. I am Clay Travis. This has been Outkick the Coverage on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.